have been more of a Twitter person. I don't. I've never had Twitter. I've never understood Twitter because I always felt like Twitter was meant for famous people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I don't care that you're eating a salad with croutons and bacon bits in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then I started seeing people post like random, just like, oh, woke up mm-hmm. and had some oatmeal with a bagel. Like, I don't right. care about that. So, and that's problematic right there because who wants to eat oatmeal with a bagel? There's a lot of carbs. Right. 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 Anyway, so, <laughs> so scrolling on Twitter, like I sometimes do, because, you know, I scroll on Instagram always. Right. Twitter sometimes. So who came out and said, you know who I'm talking about. Who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. WHO capitalized. Who? Who? World Health, Health Organization. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Ugh. Now they're saying asymptomatic transmission of COVID is rare. You know what, though? I am just so over it. You know what? Right. Especially on you, in your case, because you literally have not left the house. Like, you are completely that. scared to go to anywhere. Oh, I ain't nobody say you have to put my business in the street. <laughs> 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 I don't even know. I was over it. I was over it. That report came out and said that it can now be transferred through the eyeballs. I was was over it when they said that a papaya got it. Right. I was like, you know what? Just go ahead and throw it away. So you think that they were a little too heavy-handed in the beginning, so now they're trying to they're trying to substantiate it. One hundred percent. Well, hey, look, before we get into can we introduce the pod? Let's go ahead and do it. Okay, everybody knows I'm Bailey, the host with the most. Yeah, hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Jordan. Uh, if y'all don't know, I'm Bailey's little brother, uh, based out here in Portland, Oregon. So, you know, still repping for the PNW, but just, you know, a little further to the south from where Bailey's at. But wait a minute, is that Bailey's brother? <laughs> <Give it us. laughs> yeah, right. Jordan, can you please tell the name of the show? You, you know that's that. real. <laughs> How's life? You know, all things considered, without get, making it too heavy, uh, mm-hmm. things have been, you know, it's been a little heavy like everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. Just trying to obviously show my support and speak up when I can speak up. And I know when it comes to work, uh, just, you know, being more of a voice uh, within that community as well to start to educate my fellow peers and, you know, just really uh, making sure that, that this is the time in our generation that it's important to stand for this because it's not going anywhere. And this is the time that... uh you know, we can really start to affect some change, not only in the personal life, but as well professionally, um, if that's lacking there. So I just feel like, you know, I've been really kind of uh, heavy with, you know, just educating people when I can, but making sure that I'm not speaking for all black people because I can't be the voice for all black people. I can only, you know, tell my story uh, to to try to sway and educate uh, people who do not know that life. So uh, it's been it's been good. It's been a lot of reflecting and a lot of growth, I feel not just between uh, myself, but again, just other other people around me who uh, just aren't as aware um, of things that happen in this world because they just cannot relate to it. But other than that, things been good. I mean, quarantining has been quarantining, if we can still call it that, because I know here in Portland, things are slowly starting to open back up. I was just out at a brunch on Saturday for Fred's mm. birthday out in Beaverton, and life was life out there. Like, be nice. It was in a shopping center, and low-key, the whole shopping center was packed. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the brunch spot itself was like normal living, sipping on mimosas. People, it was good to see the waiters and like the employees and the staff like wearing masks. So oh, I think that's good. good. But for the most part, like people were just living their life. And I, it was a good sight to see because yeah. I, it was definitely, it's definitely been a little, been a little gloomy and dark the last few months. So it was definitely good to see uh, life starting to normalize a little bit. But Oof. right. You really told me <laughs> you, hell, you asked the question. <laughs> Damn, it's it's only hundred word essay. (laughs) Um, Uh, How about you? You know me. You know I'm an introvert, so this has been a vacation for me. But even I have gotten into my limit where I'm like, okay, come, we need to get back to normal life. It's obvious we've been swindled. Just admit to it, so we can get back out in these streets. You know, I saw. Sorry to cut you off, but I Loki saw something in the news last Mm -hmm. week around Ebola. Yeah, they trying to. Like, I mean, look at this point, murder hornets didn't work, so I guess they just. Right, I was gonna say that murder hornets, Ebola, like, Mm. like, look, look in the name of freak. What is it? Armageddon? What is it? Sure, hell, just throw it away. (laughs) Apocalypse, Armageddon, like one of the two. What do you think all this is? What what do you think all this is going on? I don't know. All I know is that there's been a trend over the last few presidency elections. Yes. Uh, I mean, if we remember back to four years ago, remember Zink? Was it Zinka? I don't know. Something that started with that. That was that one in 2016. It's always like an Olympic year, like obviously a presidential election, but it's always Mm. something. Always. 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 I'm in the middle being clean. I've heard a lot of conspiracies about this. In close quote, well, I, I look apparently it ain't in New York no more because they haven't. What, what was it? What was the What was the stat? There have no not been deaths. a no death in the last what couple days. And that's some stuff. Whereas before it was like thousands of deaths per a day. day. Like, come on, some ain't some ain't right. Now, y'all do the math, right? Speaking of which, <laughs> so this weekend. <laughs> so that reminds me of a meme I saw when I was scrolling on Instagram, like I always do. Mm-hmm. It was basically saying, remember who did and didn't reach out to you during these times. Mm. It since alluded to the fact that if someone reached out to you during quarantine, they weren't a friend. Oh. And there were some people basically saying that was narcissistic and that everybody's going through shit right now. And you should know that if they are your friend, that they do love you, but they're going through their own shit. Right. And to basically keep record of who did and didn't reach out to you during these times, that's an asshole move. Right. <laughs> but that leads me to what we've been watching lately, Insecure. Mm-hmm. Because Molly been acting like Which that, I ain't. right? Okay. <laughs> you know that's real. But we all been arguing about Team Molly or Team Issa. Mm-hmm. So before we get into it, what team are you? Oh, Team Issa. Molly is are tripping. You? Molly is, is tripping it? this season. I'm so over her this damn season. I used to and love some Molly. Black right. people love Molly. White people love. Ah! <laughs> But, oh, she is really getting on my damn nerves. Like, Jordan, I don't know what. I'm not going to lie to you. At first, I feel her pain. and keep, But now I'm Team Issa, for sure. But yeah. in the beginning, I was more so Team Molly, only because if you have watched Insecure and you've seen, Molly was always there for Issa. Because Molly had it oh, all together. 100%. And Issa didn't have it together. So Molly was always there for Issa as a resource, as a friend, as a sister. Mm-hmm. But it just seems once Molly found out her dad cheated, and right. she was kind of going and she needed somebody. It was almost as if because the roles of the friendship had always been, you know, Molly is the solid one. Issa's always, you know, the one who was, doesn't have it together. And Issa's right, right, right. So it seems to me at first when this season started, when Molly finally didn't have it together and finally needed Issa, 
Mm-hmm. As Issa got it together, Issa wasn't there for Molly. Meaning, mm-hmm. Molly, it looked like Molly was desperately wanting her friend. Right. You know, they're doing soul, what is it, soul self-care Sundays and blah, blah, blah. Right. But then on the flip, Issa finally like, got her stuff together. She was actually busy. She it wasn't all, Molly was not her only concern. Right. So then it seemed like once Molly did accept, okay, yeah, you know, Issa probably was just busy and this is cool. Mm-hmm. When it got to that point, and that's when I realized, and Molly was still tripping. Right. That's when I was team Issa. I was like, okay, it ain't that Molly just needs Issa. Molly's just being an asshole. Right. And I, I mean, I get everything you just said, I 100% agree, agree with. Like, it was mm-hmm. definitely a moment for Issa to definitely come and rise to the occasion to be there more for Molly. Because mm-hmm. to your point, it has been definitely Molly being there for Issa because Issa's life was so much in damn shambles. Right. Like, career wasn't right. Relationships were all messed up. Um, but I definitely felt like there could have been a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I feel like at the same time, Molly should definitely be under more understanding that Issa was going through some stuff and there shouldn't have to be a, a tit for tat. You know what I mean? It shouldn't have to right. be a, Oh, because I was there for you when you were, you know, down and I had to pick right. you up. Now I'm down. You have to pick me up. Cause I was, there. no, that's like, mm-hmm. you should definitely have more of an awareness. So she should have more of awareness that like, you know, like Issa's finally getting her stuff together. Like, why am I out here? Mm-hmm. making it harder for her and i'm her best friend like you know what i mean like why am it i it looks like she wants it looks like she wants Issa to grovel for her right like dang like when she said like, okay i was like you really mad impressed that she went directly to your dude for some help that was awesome just like you know what i mean right. like why did, why was that such a big deal i was so confused and so annoyed with the episode i'm like are you literally mad at her because she didn't go through you to get what she needed because you weren't there to provide what she needed when she asked you to but you you know what I mean? It was just like right. Mm-hmm. It, it needed to get done, and she went to you. Exactly. She, she went to the proper channels, but right. you, but you weren't showing up when she and needed it. I want to ask you this: What do you think about? Let's get deep into it. What do you think about, like ch- not childhood trauma, but as far as do you think Molly at her age finding out that her dad cheated on her mother years ago is Ugh. enough of a reason for her to be tripping? Like she's been tripping. No. I understand. I understand the whole. First of all, this is rewind it. Like we're we're children. We're of divorce. Our our parents divorced when we were seven. Right. I was seven. You know, you were ten, um, and we came out just fine. So I feel That's like people fine. who blame blame. The, I understand there might be a deeper meaning for other people. But for us, we came out just fine. There was never, yeah. there was hey, never ahead. like a, there was never like a oh woe is me. I had to gain all this weight because my parents got divorced. My life's in shambles. I had to commit crime because no, like that makes zero right. sense. You are your own person. You shouldn't have to blame your parents, whatever, because on, like, shut up. Like, right. But in this case, where I'm, where I'm going with that is I understand that because she, in her life, she knew her family, her parents to be so close and such a good positive relationship when she didn't have any of that in her life. So she looked at her parents as that, like that couple that she aspired to have. And I get that. And so she was disappointed. Because it seemed like for her, her foundation was shattered. What she, what she, she but that but that led to her not trusting people after that right. either, though. So I get that that questioned all her other relationships as well because she thought that was the relationship. So I understand that, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you can't put all your life relationships on what your parents' relationship is. That's nothing to do with you. Well, speaking of that, I want to ask you a question like about this. So, well, before I get to my question, this is going to put a perspective to the listeners who don't watch Insecure. It's about to tie into real life. What do you think about Lawrence and Issa seemingly getting back? 
Are you team Issa or team Lawrence? Do you, are you team Issa and Lawrence? Or are you team? I'm no team. So I'm I'm team Issa and Lawrence. I feel like there was a line that Lawrence said that was like obviously it was directed to somebody else, but you can tell it was talking about them. I forgot verbatim what it said, but it was like maybe people had to be apart in order to get back together or something like that. Right. Um, uh, and oh, he was talking actually about Molly and Issa because when Issa had just got yeah. back from brunch, she was all oh. happy. And he to her was like, you know, maybe y'all need to see some time away before you guys could like move right. forward. Definitely, obviously, he was talking about him and Issa. Um, I didn't even catch that. Look at you getting all deep. Syntax. Um, <laughs> but no, and, this, and that's real. Like, I mean, they were together for five years. That's all they knew. They didn't really know who they were individually. So this has really provided them that moment to like right. go out and get their own lives and experience other people and date other people and all this stuff that they couldn't do because they were just so used to their norm when they were together. Right. But they both had that time to go out and do that and discover. And through all that, they realized that they still somewhere still needed each other and wanted each other. And this is that moment where they can have each other. So I'm living for this new Issa and Lawrence. Even though it looks like she's about to choose between her and Nathan, him and Nathan. I don't think so. Because she really made those boundaries real clear when she was helping him move. I mean, they had their like moment when she was like, obviously based off the previews. You mean? Looks looks like oh, in the previews of the finale, it looks like Nathan pours out his heart to her, and it looks like she's going to choose between the two. But before we get off track, I want to ask you. This is the question I had. It's a great segue. Right. Molly with Andrew, how she's acting, how she finally has a good uh-huh. relationship, but it, you can kind of see she's almost about to start kind of sabotaging it pretty soon. Yes. Um. So my question is based off that. Do you take old issues? What do you think about taking old issues into new relationships and or how long should you tolerate if you do? How long should you tolerate a significant other issues? So if if you don't do it, do you tolerate it? And if you do tolerate it, how long do you think or how long do you tolerate old issues into a new relationship? Uh, That's a good question. I want to get into that. So I want to know your time limit, if any, and if you've done it or if you think it's appropriate. I definitely uh, don't think there's a time limit. I, well, sorry. I think there is a time limit. There's a deadline. I just, I just don't know what that is. I can't really quantify what that, what that is. How long would you tolerate it? I mean, I think everybody has some type of, some type of something that carries over into relationships. I feel mm-hmm. like people learn from past relationships and they try to not do those, make those same mistakes in their new ones. Mm-hmm. But that being said, and being realistic, it's hard to just cut it off, right? Like, I feel like we went through something for a certain reason. Um, but with that also being said, you can't carry over issues that you had previously. Yes, there might be maybe some trust issues because of whatever you went through or some insecurities. But I think all of that should be discussed during the dating phase. Uh-huh. Um, and then we start making things exclusive and start to like, you know, make that choice to go down that road with those people. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like a huge surprise and you should know what you signed up for. Right. So I feel like when it comes up, there needs to be some type of understanding there, but you need to address that in a way that like, yeah, I feel what you went through. I, I got you. Da, da, da. We can, we can w- work through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also there needs to be an understanding between the two that we can't be two years into it. And these still be, and this is still being an issue because now you're not focused on what we're doing. You're still focused on what you did in the past. I think and that's that, not conducive. I bet. But you said it's not conducive. You want to use a fancy word really bad or something? Word of the week. <laughs> I 
I think I definitely <laughs> think the tolerance is depending upon how much you care for somebody for sure. So that's why I would be, yep. it would be hard for me to quantify the amount of time. But one thing I don't tolerate usually from the beginning is paying for somebody else's mistakes. That's something I don't tolerate as far as. You have an example. Okay. For example, let's say, okay, let's say my significant other in the beginning of our relationship had an issue with me. Let's say. I don't do it because I care about my phone, not because I don't, I'm afraid of anything, but I don't want to, I put my phone face down on the, on the table when I'm around you or every, mm-hmm. every time I'm around you, I'm hiding my phone. So save my significant other goes, you know, when you do that, it really bothers me because you know, my, my ex used to do that. And, and you know, sh- she was cheating. So when you, I would ask that you not do that because my ex, hold, I'll be like, hold on, wait a minute. I don't care what your ex, I'm not paying for something your ex did to you. Right. Now, that's something I just won't tolerate, even from day one. I don't care. Right. Like, but that's all about I, setting that standard, though. Right. But my now, what I would understand is, same example, if you have, let's say you have some type, some trauma from a relationship, I wouldn't make you feel bad about that. Right. Like, as far as, you know what I mean? Like, I would, I would tolerate that, that you have some, a guard up because you have some trust issues. Right. Then okay, I, I can get that. I would, I would help you put that guard down by reassuring you that I'm trustworthy and I care about you. But it's just as far as certain things that you think I'm not going to do because someone did that same thing and it meant I don't, I can't tolerate that even for a day because right. I, I didn't hurt you. I didn't do that to you. Right. So I know if someone's really not listening to exactly what I'm saying, they might think they're the same two things. I don't think those two are the same. I, I feel if someone's wounded, it's okay to help them heal. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to change anything I do. Because mm-hmm. what someone else did to you, I don't feel I didn't I didn't do it to you, so I shouldn't be punished. But I think it's important too, like obviously be vocal, which I feel like we both are those type of people to bring it up if it starts to right. occur. But mm-hmm. be vocal in and set that standard. I feel like a lot of times people like even if somebody likes somebody so much, they will put up with something because they want it so badly. But that's a detriment to them because when it happens in the future, you didn't address it when it happens, so they probably think it's okay to do it. So now you missed the opportunity, you missed your window to address it and then provide the other person with an option to figure out what they want to do on their end. You know what I mean? Because all so, you've done was enable the behavior instead mm-hmm. of like knit in the butt. So coming back to Insecure, when Nathan called Issa or asked to move, help, asked for her to help him move. Mm-hmm. And that time she made it known to Lawrence, hey, you know, you know. Uh, she was straight up though. She was like, I don't want right. any secrets. Like, right. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm, and to my point, she's like, I'm allowing you this opportunity mm-hmm. to let me know right. how you feel. And then I'm going to make, I'm going to make my, right. I'm going to make my move based off of what your response is. His response right. was like, okay. And so then, mm-hmm. then she texts him the next day. It was like, Hey, I can help you move. Right. Which is something that she would have done when they were dating in the past. But do you, okay. So, okay. So do you think in her case, since she was the cheater that she has, is that something that she has to do? Is that the price you pay for cheating and, and someone taking you back? Is it, do you think? Do you think there's a price to pay for being taken back? Is there a price to pay to being yeah, taken like, back? You like okay, because like you just said, like if I always wonder that, like because I think I talked about this before in a past pod with June, like mm-hmm. when you mess up and the person stays, mm-hmm. are you quote unquote kind of punished in a way because you know that you're gonna have to do some work to get gain their trust and are you willing okay. to take that and do that extra work. Right. I think a uh, short answer. Yes. I feel like mm-hmm. there's definitely, you definitely need to do more work now. If there has been that, uh, but let me backtrack. If mm-hmm. 
one person had cheated and for whatever reason, like in this case, they have worked it out over the years or they've grown and they're willing mm -hmm. to give another shot. Right. On both parties, there needs to be an understanding that you, we're both making the decision, especially you, to want to mm -hmm. move forward and give another shot. So mm -hmm. like, if certain cases come up, I don't like expect for it to be thrown in my face mm -hmm. on certain occasions because you had a, a choice. You had an option in this as well. And mm -hmm. you chose to forgive and forget and rebuild. Right. So, yes, like I understand there might be a little bit of pushback or whatever, or maybe a little bit more trust that needs to be built. But at the same time, right. you need to be, you need to take responsibility as well because you didn't have to have this. So right. I don't expect you to throw it in my face whenever we argue or have disagreement mm -hmm. or whatever because mm -hmm. you didn't have to be here. So right. I think as long as there's that understanding as well, like it is what it is. So your team, Ethan Lawrence. I am 100% team Ethan Lawrence. Hmm. I just feel like they've grown. I feel like they did what grown people should do. I feel like they, right. they knew that there might have been a rough patch when they were together and they, uh -huh. their, their lives weren't where they needed to be in order for them to be uh, a strong couple. Mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately, it, it ended based off of so, some infidelity. But right. um, I think they had such a strong foundation mm -hmm. and they were so caught up in emotions and feelings in that moment that they had to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but they, I feel like they've just grown up and now they're on some grown shit where they like, they realize what they had and how strong that foundation was. And so everything else can be forgiven and they can move forward. So back to that one question one more time is you didn't answer, you didn't answer the other part of it. Oh. I just want to remind myself. What was it? I can answer for myself as well. Had, do you, have you ever brought an old relationship into a new one and no, and did you knowingly do it or was it, did you not? I, when I, I must say yes, but mm -hmm. I'm saying it from the side where. I didn't like certain pieces of who I was in a previous relationship. Oh. And so I learned from that and not to bring that into my current relationship. And okay. I also learned that if I'm, if I'm feeling a certain way in my current relationship of how I felt in my previous one, I know right then and there to address it mm. and um, just completely just like cut that off. Cause I didn't like the certain things that I did or said or who mm. I was. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so do you believe that we go into new relationships with clean slates, either party? Uh, yeah, for the most part, yeah. I do. Hmm. I feel like the work needs to be done before you get in another situation. Right. I feel like you're definitely, if you're not ready, or if you don't think that you individually are ready to offer this new person of who you should be versus mm -hmm. who you were in your previous relationship, if you're not ready as an individual, you shouldn't get anything new. But I feel and that's like that's how I feel. I feel like beginning something new, the individual work should have been done and you're ready to bring that new, that new person into a clean slate environment. So everybody gets a clean slate with you as far as trust. I think so. That's who I am. I always trust someone until I see something I don't like. Everybody always gets a clean slate with me as far as that's concerned. But as far as me, I don't think as far as individuals, they get, anybody ever gets a clean slate because we've been conditioned so say for example even if you did i mean i do agree you should have yourself together before getting a relationship because you have to have yourself in check but i do i don't believe we're ever completely a clean slate because for example okay say you were away in your previous relationship like you said right then you got a new one and you said well i'm not going to do these certain things but what if the certain things you did in the previous situation situation fits the new one better you, mm. you know what I'm saying? so i don't think you right. always need to change things about you based off of a relationship because if you're constantly changing yourself, mm. you are you true to yourself? But I get if you're saying the things you changed were just a self-improvement for you. Right. But I feel like as far as 
to fit each relationship, you're always going to constantly, I guess, I guess you should always be re be, uh, what's the word? Not introduce yourself, but I guess you should continuously, continuously get to know yourself, but I don't think you should continuously change yourself to fit people. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. You should always, once you always evolve and once you always utilize life, life experience in order to keep evolving, nobody's saying you need to change who you are. Right. I mean, right. But once you're always, always evolving, you should evolve together. Like certain things that y'all are doing, like you should, I don't know, can grow together and not, not apart. Because when you start growing apart, obviously, that's when it becomes an issue. I agree. Mm, but yeah, no, team, team Issa, when it comes to Molly and Issa, then team Lawrence and Issa when it comes to team Lawrence or Issa. So, yeah, 100%. I think that something's about to shake. That's mm-hmm. my predictions for the season's finale. Uh, I don't. I think he's going to get the job. Oh, in San Francisco. Yeah, and or I think he's going to get it. I'm not sure if he's going to take it, but I do think it's going to come where, because I hate you know how this happens with shows. They finally get what they want, and then something something's changed. Because you know, insecure. The reason why I think people like it because it's so much like real life. Right. And so now that she learned that Nathan didn't just leave her, that he had he has bipolar, uh, that he's bipolar. Right. So now it's like when he tries to come and get her back. I mean, I think she's going to have a, a choice between Lawrence and Nathan. And I hope she chooses Lawrence. But right. um, I think if she doesn't choose Lawrence, it's, it's because it's going to show you in real life. You can want someone and want something for so long that when you hadn't had him, you evolved. And mm-hmm. then by the time you can get him again, you've just changed so much that you don't want the same things anymore. So I think if they don't get back together, that's going to be what it is. That that right. Issa, you know, she's in a new place. She got her shit together. I mean, Nathan is the one that encouraged her to do the block party. Mm-hmm. And now he's back again. He helped her get, what's his name? Uh, was it the Travis Scott? Who performed at the thing? I forgot who performed oh, I forgot. at the thing. I, talking about. I just can't think of it. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's going to show us how we do evolve, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. I hope she get back with Lawrence. You see, they've been making some high loving. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, I look, you feel like she's going to move with him. I think, I think so, too. Because maybe like she's starting to see she's starting to see all her friends right doing their own thing. One has yeah. a baby doing her own thing. I don't know what Kelly doing. Uh, Molly, you know, she's in her new situation, and clearly mm-hmm. Molly or not Molly. But yeah, excuse me. She's in her new situation, and she yeah. clearly doesn't want anything to do with Issa for whatever reason. Right. Issa just like you know, I mean, she like. I think she's in a place where she might realize that maybe she's due for a change. I don't know. People are starting to evolve in their lives and not really taking her into consideration outside of, you know, Lawrence wanting her to be a part of his. Right. So I feel like it'd be a good start for her to um, make that move with him if that's that's what happens. But I feel like that's what's going to happen. But that's just me. Okay. I ain't the writer. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's real. No, oh, that's real. I guess we can get about here. This is good. I think this is a good first episode. I think as time goes, the people will get to know us. We're going to have a lot more fun. Things in life are just so freaking intense right now that, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to... But you know what? Yes, they are. I 100% agree with you. And I feel like if you know, people keep on with the movement, I feel like this is the time. It's our generation. This is this is right. some real time where we can affect change. So I'm just like, keep right. on, keep on. I know I am from my end on everything that I have power to affect. So right. all for that. Um, but it was really, really good to like, I don't know, laugh a little bit. I feel like yeah. you're so heavy the last two weeks, this world, mm-hmm. man. But it was good to have like a little light show. So I'm happy we yeah. did. Yeah. If people want to get to know us more, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm glad we're back potting. Uh, same. same and, uh, 
I don't know. I just hope some shit get better out here because I ain't tired of being depressed. Right. <laughs> I'm scrolling like I always do. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm getting sad. Hell. So tired of it. Right. But all, all right. right, we can get up out of here. So, you know, again, I'm Bailey. And I'm Jordan, y'all. And you know, you that's, know real. that's real. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Holla. Tell me what's wrong. Baby, tell me what happened. We've been lovers so long. That don't mean that we happy. Can't read your mind. Don't leave me hanging. Shawty talking to me. You know who you rockin' me. You know who you rockin' me. Slipped up and you demanded a change Doing my best to not do you the same We can't rewind, pause or play back If you can't forgive me, then just say that We need separate you in my life What's on your mind? Cause you been acting different lately, girl What's on your mind? I'm tired of arguing I need to know what's on your mind